When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello, welcome to Car Stuff. My name is Ben Bolin. I write some videos here at HowStuffWorks.com. And I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com, too. Yes. Scott, man, um, I've been meaning to talk to you about this for a few minutes now. You look like something's on your mind. A few minutes. Really? Well, actually, actually, a few weeks. I just have yeah. problems with confrontation. I, so. <laughs> I do. You have internal conflicts. Well, man, it's just every time that we finish a podcast, yeah. we can't go two minutes without one of us going, oh, finger snap. What's really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I can't believe I forgot this to say. Ha- this happens to me after every podcast. I stand up and I say, you know what I forgot? I forgot to tell them this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's usually nothing super critical, of course, by any means. But it's something that I feel would have added to the uh, to, to the story. Yes. So, um, you know, recently we did a podcast on roadside repairs. We did, yeah, yeah recently. very recently. And one thing that I forgot to mention that I thought would be kind of interesting, maybe, is another roadside repair that I heard about that I just forgot to mention in that that podcast, and that was that you could use pepper in the radiator if you have a pinhole leak, like peppercorns no, no, or no. ground pepper. Ground pepper. Weird. Ground pepper. You can use pepper, like you know, right right out of the shaker. Put it right into your radiator, and it will fill a pinhole leak in the radiator. But again, that's with the caution, you know, that uh, this is extremely temporary, not recommended. It's meant for emergency use only, and it only works if it's a pinhole leak. Uh, it has to circulate through the radiator, find the hole. It, it works just like you know that bars leak uh, yeah. material does. Um, and the the thing is, with the, anything that you add to your radiator like that. You need to get it out of there as soon as possible because it's not supposed to be there. You're not supposed yeah. to um, add these foreign bodies to your uh, to your radiator and your cooling system, especially not pepper. So um, it's it's great for a temporary instant fix if it fits the right conditions. But otherwise, um, I wouldn't do something like this. You know, it's not recommended, but it works. 
That's so – you know, I didn't believe you at first because you told me you told me as we were getting <laughs> yeah. ready to leave yeah. The, yeah. the studio. But that's just a get to the gas station fix. Yeah, that's right. That's that's just a uh, – like we said, a limp home. Limp home. Limp home fix is what it is really. And you have to have a uh, – apparently you have to have a jar of pepper with you. See, don't you already feel better being able to say that on air? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess, you know, if you can make your way to a fast food restaurant that has um, – Pepper packets or whatever that would work as well. That's a MacGyver moment. That's right. That's, that's right. we made that official. <laughs> if you can do that, write to us. That's a MacGyver. Yeah, moment. that would be good. It Don't mess up good. your radiator on purpose. But here's the here's the thing that I thought about this. Okay, once we started talking about this, and this happens, I don't know, every time or every other time we we finish a podcast. Right? Every time. Uh, every time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it does. So we say we've got something else to say, or we yeah. we, we thought well. I know I've got a lot of these kind of stored up and I've got a few of them that, you know, I wanted to update and, you know, I thought, well, I'll go back through all my notes and then, have, as I've mentioned, my note pile has recently collapsed on my desk. Under uh, its own weight. Under its own weight, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, so I don't know if I have so many updates as I probably should, you know, like, uh, you know, this happened. We talked about the Audi TT we recently. Did. Yeah, we did that uh, You know, that, how that was an update that uh, they're definitely going to push forward with that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the autonomous drive up Pikes Peak. Um, but there's, you know, things that I'd like to update that we just don't ever get to. So, um, and, and just kind of random thoughts, I guess, because they're not really full podcasts. Mm-hmm. These are just ideas that maybe I want to bounce off of you and there's maybe a, maybe a one sentence answer. I don't know. Yeah, we get um, a lot of, we, we should go ahead and tell people too. We decided to do this because we hit a lot of topics that we think would be great but we don't know if we can make a full show. Yeah, we get a ton of listener mail mm-hmm. that uh, we just simply don't respond to or, or can't respond to. There's just so much, but we, uh, you know, some of them are great ideas, and you know, I, I write back and say that's a fantastic idea. And there are other ones that are great that I don't get to, that uh, just for some reason fall away. And maybe it's because you know they, they'll make like a three or four minute podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we need a few of those in order to make a full. I guess normal broadcasts we do. Spoiler alert, we're working on it. I'm yeah. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So today I'm I don't know, yeah. just a bunch of different stuff, Ben. Dude, let's just, just run it just down. Like, just like a big mix. I've got I've got a pile and when I say a pile, I got a pile it of listener mail here. Um at least and no way I'm going through all this by today, by the way. We'll do another one of these soon. All right. Um I got a few of these I want to go through, but I've got mm-hmm. a, a, probably fifty of these on my left hand here. Um but it, I've also got some questions it, for you. So, and some of these come from listener mail as well. All right. So, and you've got listener mail as well. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a little bit. Yeah. And any questions? Um, questions for, let's for me. see, for you. No. Um, you know, I kind of skipped on the questions because I had the, uh, no problem. I had what they call the shining and my spider <laughs> sense went off and I thought, you know what? This is when we're going to have our reckoning with listener mail. So that's why bring some stuff. No, in. Don't, don't sweat it at all. Don't worry about it at all. One thing that uh, I guess we'll just kick this off here and we'll we'll see how this goes, but it'll be kind of quick. I had a listener write in recently and I neglected to dig up this uh, listener's information here, but listener said, would you rather choose a fully loaded car with all the bells and whistles, I mean every option, brand new car, sure, or would you rather drive a stripped down version or less deluxe, I think is how it was put, uh, but with a bigger, stronger engine? Like say, let's say if you had a choice between a V6 or a V8 engine, mm-hmm. or if you had the choice between a V8 or a much more powerful V8 with less options, what would you what would you choose? Uh, dude, less options. You'd say less options, more powerful. Absolutely, really. Yes. I, you know, what's funny. I had you pick the other way. No way. I really did, and I think you'll know which way I pick. I'm going to say less options, more powerful. Dude, yeah. I but, mean, 
air conditioning is standard now on most cars. Yeah. Okay, if it comes down to no air conditioning, a more powerful engine, Yeah. I'm going to have to think about it. You know what? Likewise. And I wouldn't have put myself in that category before I moved here. Yeah. I, I could have no done joke. without it. I could yeah. have done without it, but not here. No. There's no way. Atlanta is too rough on, uh, I mean, as far as humidity and heat. It's just no way around it. Whew. Yeah. Okay. So we both agree on that one then. Yeah. All right. Um, here's something. Here's oh. how random this is. <laughs> what makes people think that it's okay to just dump their coffee out in the middle of the road or in a parking lot where, you know, the next thing you know, you're going to be stepping in it? Um, mm. I, I walked in coffee this morning. I put my foot right out into a pile or a puddle mm-hmm. of coffee that somebody had dumped out at a gas station right out of the door, apparently recently, because it was still, you know, liquid. Yeah. What makes people think that that's okay? Because where their car door is and they decide to dump their coffee out before they leave or whatever, that's where someone else is going to pull in and put their foot out when they first get out of the car. And that's what happened to me. Yeah. And I've seen this many, many times. They just, it, at a stoplight, sure. lean out, dump out a whole cup of coffee or, or soda. Could be a soda. Yeah. I don't understand what makes people think that's okay. Do you do this? I do not. Now that you know how angry it makes me? No, I didn't do it before I knew how angry it made you. <laughs> if I did, though, I'd change my ways because you very rarely get heated. It's a pet peeve. I can kind of tell. Yeah. Well, I, I will add to that also uh, smokers throwing out cigarette butts, very people good. throwing out gum. Um, it's kind of, I guess, the best way we could explain it, man. Um, maybe some listeners will back me up on this. But have you ever lived with roommates, Scott? Yes. Okay, I don't know how you are, but I think it's harder to keep a house clean when you have roommates because nobody wants to clean up after other people. Well, I, I also don't know what – I guess what they want me to do with their stuff if it's left out. Well, you know, you walk into a kitchen. The dishes are dirty. You didn't make the dishes dirty. Oh, you're saying uh, dirty, you dirty dishes. And, stuff like that. Yeah, I got you. The road is like the, – the road in general, mm-hmm. public areas with cars are like this one big house filled with everybody who can drive – and no one wants to clean up after anybody else. So we're all renters. And we all kind of think we can get away with, you know, tucking something out. You know, there are a lot of people who will just say, well, I barely ever litter. I never litter. Or I only throw out gum. See, the way you feel, I'm okay with stepping in puddles. Really? Not the gum. You're okay with, step, you're okay with stepping in a puddle of coffee when you get out of your car? Because you got to walk through that. I mean, you know it's there when you get back in. Sure. But when you step out, you may put your foot right in it. It is an unpleasant surprise. But it doesn't stick to you the same way. My problem is having the gum and I have to like go under my shoe and get the Which gum off. Which has also happened to me about three times in the last month. That's crazy. It never, it never goes solid here. It's I, always, it's always yeah. in this, uh, extremely sticky liquid form here in Atlanta. It's uh, the heat. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the <laughs> heat, of course. But, um, yeah, I agree. I don't know. And the other thing is like, say, let's say you got your car washed recently okay. and you go, you drive through an intersection. And there's a puddle of coffee in the middle of it. I mean, it's going to splash up on the side of your car. It happens. It really I does happen. I know this is your nemesis, yeah, man. Yeah, it does. It happens. I mean, it bugs me. I'm going to I'm going to do something nice for you. I'm still going to drink coffee. <laughs> okay, gotcha. But I'm going to stop walking just, to your just car. Just quit dumping it out. It out. <laughs> no, I know you don't do what, that. What's next? Oh, uh, let's see. I got uh, – how about something I've seen recently? I love Scott, stuff Scott sees. That's right. Um, I recently saw something I hadn't seen in a long time. I saw a 1996 Chevy Corvette Grand Sport, which was the special edition, uh, electric blue, had a bright white, huge white stripe down the middle of it. I know the one you said, yes. Yeah, I saw it right here in Buckhead, probably uh, a couple weeks ago. We, I, you know what? I think that we have seen that car before. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it's, it's kind of a rare 
site, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they made them in three different years. They made them in 1963, which I'll be honest, I've never seen one in real life. I've seen them in pictures, you know, I've, mm-hmm. at museums, I guess, you know, they, they're available. You can see them. Uh, they make kit car versions of this thing. Um, 1996, that's the one I've seen. I've seen many of them, but not in the last, I'd say five years. Mm. I haven't seen any. And they also make a 2010 version, which I also happened to see this weekend. I was at a, um, Chevy dealer poking around after hours, you know, looking in the window, fogging up the glass, that type of thing. So I apologize to that dealer. Uh, <laughs> to my defense, they had a ZR1 behind the glass, so I had to put my nose up against it. Yeah. And, um, only second one I've ever seen in Atlanta. Um, but they also had, and as I turn around, there's right behind me is a Grand Sport Corvette. Um, I, I just had never seen a 2010 Grand Sport Corvette before. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Kind of a turning into sort of a dealership stalker, huh? I, no, I, <laughs> I'll be honest and not to offend any dealers that are right, in the audience, right. but, um, I just can't deal with the pressure. I can't, when I, when I go to a dealership, I, d- I just don't want somebody talking to me about, Whatever. I just want to go look at the car, read the sticker, maybe poke mm-hmm. around, you know, look in the windows. Um, that's about it. I'm, I'm not really interested in taking it for a test drive or anything like that. I mean, that'd be great, but, um, I'm more interested in just checking it out. Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll lay, I'll lay it down for you, honestly, man. I will go to car dealerships if and only if I am considering buying a car because yeah. those guys and those ladies work so hard. You know, I don't want to waste their time and I don't like the high pressure you either. You know what? I feel the same way. I, I know I'm not there to buy a car at that yeah. time or, you know, if I am, fine. I'll go over there when somebody's there, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, right now, if I'm just looking, I, I just want to look. That's it. We should call this, you know what, this is like our short attention span podcast. So I'm going to switch it up here. <laughs> okay, go. Is that cool? I'm yeah, gonna, go. I'm going to take it to something, uh, really cool that, uh, a guy named John wrote to us about submarines and we didn't have time to get into it, mm-hmm. um, in the last few podcasts. So I wanted to read it here. Uh, he said, Hey, Scott and Ben, I uh, like the podcast, yada, yada. I don't want to kiss our, kiss up to ourselves, right? Oh, he almost said it. I almost did, yeah. <laughs> uh, John is going to be enlisting in the U.S. Navy in two years, so he thought we would like to know some cool facts about submarines. Of course. These are awesome. I'm going to run them down. First, you have to be 5 feet 10 inches maximum and no more than 230 pounds to work on a sub. Really? Mm-hmm. And you have to be a guy uh, is what is what John's saying here. I don't know if that's still the case. Really? Yeah. Well, this is a recent email, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, huh. you must be American-born to work on it, uh, nuclear subs, um, because of the radioactive weapons. You have to have a specific job to be deployed. Uh, you don't just get to choose, oh, I want ships or subs. But that makes total sense to me. Um, they can use GPS underwater, um, and if they're above a certain depth, they can deploy a small wire to the top of the water to transmit their data and voice. Oh, very So slick. it's like uh, the next generation of the idea of the periscope. Um, and he said that uh, subs carry enough ammunition when they're fully loaded, the nuclear subs, yeah. uh, to destroy New York City five times over. What? Yeah. Five times? Big town. Really? Mm-hmm. And then I also – cow. Yeah, and I also wanted to throw in – uh, just because John was nice enough to to write to us, uh, John hosts a car podcast called the uh, Checkered Flag, and he said, "I was wondering if you mentioned this email, could you give my podcast a quick shout to?" Well, congratulations, John. We just want to let you know we spread the love around. 
the checkered flag. The checkered flag. Listen to it. Yeah. Thanks for writing. Yeah. Us. Very cool. Very nice. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Very good. I've got a couple of uh, listener mails here as well, as you've heard. Let's do and, it. And uh, you know what? I want to mention this real quickly, though. There are a yeah. lot of themes in this, some recurring themes that I picked up because I went through a bunch of these. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I'm not that great about getting back to listener mail as quickly as I should. We try. I know we try. But uh, I, I let a lot go, so I'm, I'm trying to catch up now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these have to do with uh, not the ones that I'm going to list necessarily read necessarily but there were a lot of people and these are these are something that we're i've written these down we're gonna we're gonna think about these topics um diesel technology mm-hmm. hybrid technology tuner cars um strange cars a lot of people wanted to know more about strange cars yeah. and there were lots of lists of top 10 cars you know the top favorite cars of oh all time. so many there were so many of those that i would love to have read the entire list because there were some fantastic lists mm-hmm. that listeners sent in um and, you know, we, there's another theme in this, and, and this is uh, kind of a kissing her own rear end type uh, moment here. But a lot of people wrote in and said that they're not really interested in cars, but they do like listening to us. Oh, shucks. Which I think is pretty nice. But, That's too uh, nice. But hopefully they'll come around to liking cars, too. I hope my mom wasn't writing that. It just was <laughs> her fake email. Sign Mrs. Bowen. <laughs> no, no, this is um, – I've got a, a – Stack here, like I said, I'm going to go through them a couple of them really quickly. We'll shift gears again then in a moment. And, uh, yeah, short attention spans. I'll read the rest Let's later. Do it. Yeah. Okay, I'll try to make this quick. Oh, stop saying. Can that. I read? Uh, can I read? Uh, person's last name. Um, we would probably stick with where they're from. Okay, I'll just go with Rick. This is Rick. Hey, Rick. Rick is a staff sergeant for the U.S. Army. Okay. How's that? Okay. Rick uh, wanted to know about engine sizes. He said that uh, it used to mean something when you said you had a Chevy 350 or a Ford 351 Windsor. Mm-hmm. Um, just what's happened to that? It's all, it's all gone to liters or even CCs at some point. Um, so why is that? He just wants to know and we'll, uh, you know, wants to know if there's a, a standard that's changed or is he imagining it all? He is exactly right. That has, uh, that has somehow changed over into being a, a leader question. Now I've seen some of the bigger cars, like let's say a Viper. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that, you know, it's, uh, 800 cubic inches or whatever it is. Um, I don't remember at this time exactly what they are, but, uh, they're, they're huge engines. Oftentimes you'll mention it in that case. You wouldn't say it if, you know, you had a two liter turbo engine in a, uh, a Mitsubishi or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just wouldn't use a cubic centimeter or rather a cubic inch displacement. They go by liters. Um, it's just, I don't know why they've done that, but there has been a shift. So you're not imagining it. Okay. Yeah. Um, next one, Aaron. Aaron is from Henderson, North Carolina. And, uh, says every time I listen to your podcast, I think of my dad. He's a car guru. Uh, he's nearing completion of his 32 Ford Roadster, which, uh, Aaron sent some photos of. A uh, beautiful car, by the way. Um, he's fabricated almost everything on the car. His dad has. That's wild. Um, he made the motor mounts, custom body caps for the, for the back corner, the swing arms, and even handmade the exhaust. On the outside, the car looks to be like the most simple of all cars. You know, it's just real, real plain. And that's exactly how he wants it to look. But if, if somebody has a trained eye and looks at this car carefully, he says that it's a masterpiece built by perfectionist. And he even had the wheels color computer matched just to make, um, just to paint the wheel balance weights so they're not visible on the inside of the front rim. I'm loving this, man. So that yeah. is, I thought that was cool. I thought I'd mention that one because, um, you know, just the level of attention detail that, mm. uh, is there. Um, okay. Darren from Edmonton, Canada, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, race schools. He's thinking about race schools and he said that he wants to think about taking a trip to Arizona, partake in a three day driving school, um, Corvette driving school, professional instruction, and then maybe he can subside 
Uh, maybe his dreams of becoming a race car driver will subside so he can continue on with the reality is how he put it. Or and, maybe uh, – you know, <laughs> What? Maybe he'll be the best racer in the school. Could be. Could yeah. be. Maybe this will take his uh, his life in a different direction mm-hmm. here. You never know. But um, also interested in racing school, so you may hear that one coming up soon from us. Um, wink, all wink, these, nudge, nudge. All of these have potential for topics, okay? That's hint, what we're hint. going through them so quick. Um, Garrett. Garrett says uh, he's 14, turning 15, probably 15 by this point now that I've got to the email finally. Um, pet peeve. Loud car stereos that you can hear when you're parked at a light, you know, where they, uh, they make your car vibrate. Oh, dude, how do we go through <laughs> that says, whole podcast without mentioning that? <laughs> I don't know. He says that he doesn't, he doesn't know if it really needs to be that loud or if they, if they can even hear what's happening in there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and really that was about it. You know, just maybe another mention of, uh, first, first time drivers because he's just about to get his permit. So. We, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good luck, buddy. How about two more and then we'll go on to something different? Sure. All right. Eric. Eric, uh, Eric says that we should go by oil can and the deuce. Yeah. That should be the, uh, Mm -hmm. oil can and the deuce. That should be the, uh, the the title that we go by because, um, he says that'll bump our cool points up to legendary status forever, which is a Sandlot reference, apparently. (laughs) Um, let's see. Another podcast idea. Yeah. Jordan, who is 22 years old from Las Vegas says, um, Big or small or old or new, which cars are safer? Um, personally, I'd bet my 1978 Cadillac Brome against your Honda, but I may be wrong. Thanks for the show. I'm making my daily commute more enjoyable. So, Jordan. Good question, Jordan. Is that a challenge? Oh, there's one more. <laughs> I was one making more. challenge noise, wasn't this I? This one is from a – I'm going to read the last name on this one. If you must. This one is from Matt Frederick. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, Matt Frederick. Okay. Um, just says you're crazy. That is all. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think I know that guy. You know what? I'm noticing a How Stuff Works address. Huh. Hmm. Strange. Hmm. Inside job. Yeah, we'll figure this one out. All right. You know, I've got a part-time gig with conspiracies, so <laughs> I think I can I can tra- check him out. Yeah. Uh, one last one. Uh, Courtney from Kansas City writes in, uh, just talked to us about the turtle racing, and I thought this was cool. Oh, so it's very good. This is not – we're not going to make a whole podcast on this, but we wanted to be able to read this letter. We should. Um, so when Courtney lived in Los Angeles, uh says, I went to a bar a few times for Thursday night turtle racing, and I just want to tell you guys they're faster than you'd think. The one rule the bar had was don't point at the turtles. Let me tell you, after a few beers, seeing a turtle race, you eventually end up pointing at them. I thought that was such a such a strange. This is in L.A. This was in Los Angeles. Oh man! Yeah. I, I, we, when we talked about this, I had seen them in Minnesota. Dude, we can't we can't point at those turtles anymore. <laughs> oh, I wonder how that rule St- came. Out. I don't know. It's a funny rule, oh, though, isn't what, it? What's next? Though? Okay, let's see. Uh, oh, just something I was thinking about recently. What's that? This came to me yesterday as I was leaving our parking lot. There's a. Uh, Particularly fun part of our parking lot that maybe not many people take advantage of. Uh, it's kind of an inclined area with a turn oh, to a lower yeah. level. Yeah. If you know no one's around, it's a good place to uh, have a little bit of fun, I guess. That is something we've heard. Yeah, we I've, heard. I've heard rumor. Yeah. Um, but but then I started to think, um, wouldn't it be super cool if you're wealthy enough to have enough property and enough money to either recreate a racetrack on your own property or parts of racetracks on your own property. Now, let's say that you have particularly favorite parts of racetracks and you want sure. to recreate, say, the backstretch at Mid-Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, one or two turns that have the banking of Daytona or um, the corkscrew 
The corkscrew tournament at Laguna Seca. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm thinking of. The corkscrew at Laguna Seca. That's because, your draft pick. Well, that's. Uh, I think if I could recreate anything, I would. But you would have to have the the lead up to it, mm-hmm. and the exit as well. But um, I think that you know it would be so cool to be able to have a racetrack on your own property that had you know maybe elevation changes or or banking or whatever mm-hmm. you wanted it to include. Um, I know that people do this because I've seen yeah. I've seen blog posts recently of people that use Google Earth or um, even Bing Maps mm-hmm. to find these places in, on the planet uh, where people have big pieces of property and they have these tracks set up for you know their toy cars. Which uh, you know if you bought a race car. Where are you going to take it, you know, or how are you going to practice with that car unless you have your own racetrack? Or if you, you know, you'd mm-hmm. have to cart it out and, you know, take it to uh, a tr- local track and pay the entrance fee and you know, all that stuff. Or you could have your own track. Um, mm-hmm. And some people literally do have their own racetrack on their own property. And I think that would be unbelievable. See, I would, I would want something that's more like a road rally race, you know, yeah. just. Oh, really? Yeah, I would totally build a fake town. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I'd build a fake town to drive through and then some. <laughs> Some switchbacks, you <laughs> That's know. That's a funny idea. Going up a hill. Oh, you'd have a mountain on your own property, right? Well, it'd be, no, it wouldn't be a full, it wouldn't be like Pikes Peak. It'd be more of a hill. No, but that's what I'm talking about. Wouldn't it be yeah. great to have something you could really uh, push your car to the limits on your own property? No fear of, uh, you know, anytime you want. Yes. Be day, could be night, could be dry, could be wet, snow, whatever you want. Any type of car you want to drive, any type of track you want to build. I think that's a great idea. Oh, um. Go-karts. I, I just want to let you know. Yeah. That I want to call dibs on the last on the last uh, nuts and bolts random update thing oh, here. Okay, so so hmm. tell me when when you're ready for me to do the very last one. Let's see, I've got two more quick ones then. Let's okay, let's okay. let's do it. This one is I'm really happy about this. This one. is this okay. This is I'll make them super quick. No, no, no worries. Part of my car fell off yesterday. Which part? Uh, the the, uh, the very lower front chin spoiler of my car. Mm. Uh, there's about an inch, maybe an inch and a half of rubber that's at the very bottom edge of the the, uh, the front bumper. That fell off my car yesterday. And, you got to stop hitting people, Deuce. <laughs> I wasn't hitting anybody. I was at the – listen, I'm at the mall and I'm, I'm leaving. You know, I'm at the food court, of course. Sure. As you can tell, I love the food court. I was, I was leaving and there's some kind of a – I'll say suspicious looking guy hanging out on the corner of his car next to mine, right? And he had sunglasses on, a hat, and he was kind of fidgeting around with his, uh, like, you know, he had a shirt that was open. He was kind of like fidgeting around like it was like a, like a, like a holster or something, right? Weird. He had something there, a cell phone or something. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't say anything. I got my car, and as I backed out, he motioned to me, you know, waved to me, and I thought, okay, hold on to your wallet. Something's going to happen. This guy's going to ask me something, you know, like he ran out of gas or whatever. Yeah. Um, the guy instead politely said, hey, there's a piece of rubber hanging from the front of your car. I said, well, thank you very much. And I pulled over to the next spot and uh, sure enough, he was right. You know, this piece is hanging off, dragging on the ground. So I went ahead and, put, you know, ripped the rest of it off because that's the only thing to do at the time. And um, I was wondering, are you the type of person that, that long buildup was for this? Are you the type of person that will tell somebody if you see something wrong with their car? Like, let's say Absolutely. you do. Okay, yes. good. Good for you. Yeah. Um, if you see a tail light out or a brake light, do you ever tell them at a stoplight maybe? No. If there's – not not if it's that, but if it's a tire issue. I was going to ask that's about That's when I do it, especially because okay. if you see, if you see um, tractor trailers, yeah. I think that I, – I think it should be kind of – we should have something like a good Samaritan law mm-hmm. with that sort of stuff because they're, they're unknowingly putting other people's lives in danger. Yeah, I, I tell people this type of stuff all the time and sometimes they get really strange looks. Mm-hmm. Other times, you know, they're, they're very – like I was extremely 
you know, thankful to this guy right. for telling me this because it could have, you know, it could have ripped itself off if it got cut under the tire, et cetera. You might have felt a little guilty too for yeah. thinking it was suspicious. Oh, yeah, I did. Of yeah. course I did. But I mean, I was, you know, really thankful. I, I thanked him twice for it even. You know, I said, thanks a lot, you know, when I pulled away and then I pulled this thing off and I got back in my car and I, as I was leaving, I said, thanks again. I appreciate it. Did so, you, and just so everyone knows, Scott, takes as a point of pride that he never repeats himself. So <laughs> for him to do that, it's pretty big. Yeah, right. Right. I think I've repeated myself several times here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Um, so that's good. I'm glad you're that type of person. Can you so, tell how happy I am about what's coming up, this last one? I've got one more quick one. Do it. Do it. Uh, really? Okay. I'm, right. I'm holding it in. All right. All right. You got one more. That's good. My last one is I think I may be ready for a project car. Are you serious? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm halfway looking into it right now. And I only say halfway because – the funds aren't really where they should be at this point to uh, to be able to do something like this. But um, you got to start thinking I, early, though. I'm thinking about it. It was a maybe, maybe not type yeah. thing right now. I've only got the space for one car, so that'd be my cars outside all the time, right? Because uh, I couldn't give up my wife's spot for this project car. Um, I'm also thinking about maybe doing like a you know buying a car, fixing it up just a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit, some cosmetic things, and selling it for profit, and then getting another car. And doing that over and over again until I can kind of build my way up. But the problem is I get too attached. Um, I could see myself buying the first vehicle and getting stuck with it because mm-hmm. I would fall in love with this car no matter what it is probably. And, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be able to cut it loose. Well, so you never know. That's the last, that's the last of mine. I've got another 30 listener emails, but we're not going to do them today. That's our, that's our we'll listener do it again. email sequel. Yeah. And so uh, like you, yeah. I mean, as you can see, completely random podcast, but mm-hmm. we had to get some of this stuff out. Yeah, we just wanted to catch you guys up. And so I get to end here on a somewhat villainous note. Scott, my friend. I'm dying to know. The Terrafugia flying car is going on sale uh, for less than a million dollars, which means people are going to be buying them. And no matter what you do, there are going to be people driving around in flying cars. I'm not one of them yet. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, my gosh. This is a terrible idea. This is okay. This is terrible. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Intellectually, <laughs> can yeah. you see my cheese eating grin? Oh yeah. You, the you mic? look. You look very happy, and I probably look very pale. I'm, I'm just as long as not a lot of people have them, man. How cool is that? As long as I'm one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna have one? Say what you will, but if I get one, I know you're gonna hop in oh, and take gosh. a ride. No, I don't think I will. You won't. No. Really? No. We'll see. No, I don't think so. All right. I'll take a ride with you on the ground. See, that's the thing. It can go on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but as soon as you put the wings out, I'm bailing out. Doesn't I'm matter what speed we're going. I'm so gullible, man. I'm oh totally my gosh, really? So really, they're they're uh, they're going to produce these things. Yes, it's happening. They are in it, production. It truly is happening. On sale. A flying car being sold, not on sale. I'll wait till they do buy one get one free, and then you can have one too. Uh, no, I don't want one. You you no, you, I don't. We'll I really see. don't. I okay. really really don't. Well, and I don't want you to have one. I know. I don't want, <laughs> you don't want anyone to have one. I don't want one. anyone to have one. Maybe one person. I just, well, buddy, I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, one person would be the ideal for flying cars. So they hurt as few people as possible. Yeah, sure. The minute something goes wrong. Yeah, so that will be a continually rotating person. I'm just going to say that I think we should set this up for the future in, you know, maybe a year or so. Check out what has happened now that these are sold. Cause then we will finally be able to put to rest. Our, I don't want to say just a argument. Our biases. Our, sure, our, sure. That's a great. We're each biased mm-hmm. 
in different directions. That's for sure. I mean, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's just been going on. I just had yeah. to let you know. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, great, great. Thanks for ending on such a high note. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. so. You guys, we've covered uh, a lot of stuff today, a lot of little things we wanted to get to. And, of course, we love listener mail, and we try our best to answer it. Sometimes if we don't write back to you, it means that we're just waiting to read your stuff on air, mm-hmm. which uh, we have done here. We're probably going to make a lot more people happy with our sequel. Yeah. But uh, we got to get out of here, and uh, let's go ahead and do the rundown. Everybody knows by now, right? I think so. Facebook, Twitter, blog. All car stuff, because mm-hmm. that's our name. Yep. And then we also have a great auto section that can answer almost every single question you have about cars. And telepathy. And telepathy. Yeah, and that's you, right. <laughs> just, just think about something and I'll, I'll answer it. Yeah, he's that good, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the meantime, if the telepathy is kind of uh, on the fritz for you, uh, just send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.